Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second edition of Blue Slugs Racing Podcast. Again, I am your host, Lauren Leach, joined by Mark Allen. Mark, uh, welcome, and uh, what a busy Sunday we had. Hey, good evening there, uh, Lauren. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting weekend, and it's only going to get better. <laughs> yeah, just the uh, just the start of it, of course, uh, it gets a little crazy when you start off the season with a uh, kind of wreckers or checkers kind of race. doesn't mean a whole lot, but you want to go out there and, and win every race you're in, so um, Eric Jones goes out and wins the Bush Clash. Uh, boy, that car was hurt bad. Gets a nice push from his teammate, Denny Hamlin, who was hurt in a lap down, so he didn't try to get around him at any point. So Denny pushes Eric to the win. Uh, crash fest for sure, uh, especially near the end when they were trying to do the green-white checkers. Um Brad Kozlowski was involved in an incident. He had some very interesting comments considering one of the wrecks that he was, or or the wreck that he was involved in was somewhat caused by his teammate, Joey Logano. Yeah. Well, he also beat up the ambulance too uh, in his frustration. (laughs) Yeah, I was, uh, in fact, I made a, a little, uh, laughable comment. Like what did the ambulance do to you when I, when I saw that, but no, uh, I get his frustration and anytime you go out to race, you want to win, but uh, a little baffled by it as well, considering it was his teammate that uh, started that with Kyle Bush and that his comments were kind of directed toward Joey. I guess they have recently talked it out and seem to be okay. They may still disagree, but uh, at least they seem to, to be on the straight arrow here. Yeah, there seems to be some frustration going on there. They've been together for a long time. Brad Keselowski is the one who brought brought Logano in there uh, to be with Penske. I'm sure uh, the captain is uh, rounding them two up and telling them that they uh, they kind of need each other, you know, so kind of smooth it out. But uh, kind of a interesting way to start the season out, uh, you know. So hopefully they'll work it out, and and they will. We'll uh, I I believe they'll. Uh, pretty much uh, dominate tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to that. You know, the most interesting part about Brad's comments, uh, not only was it directed at Joey mostly, but uh, Brad seems to be more frustrated as of late. I don't know if you've noticed that, Mark. And I wonder if it's due to his contract situation with Penske. He's going into the last year of his contract there. The 22 car has outperformed the two car over the last few years for the majority. So I wonder if some of that frustration is boiling over, and I wonder if that spills into him possibly leaving at the end of the year. Well, that the change of the crew chief, too, also kind of mixed everything up, too. So I think there's some things that are going on behind the scenes, and, uh, um, well, time will tell. We'll see how that works out. But, yeah, there is some frustration going on with Brad. But, uh, hey, winning fixes uh, a lot of other issues. So, <laughs> so uh, well, we'll see from there. Yes, uh, winning absolutely fixes things. Um, seen a lot of things on social media and, and uh, heard on radio that they would like a lot of people would like changes to the clash, maybe go down to a 2030 lap uh, race so it's not as long. I personally don't mind it being 75. You get a little bit of strategy, it's a longer race. Those guys have earned to be in that position to try to learn something for the following Sunday. What are your thoughts on that? 
I say just do 20 laps, just like a green, white checker and wreck them all. Well, <laughs> it was 75 and we almost wrecked them all uh, a couple of days ago. So yeah, I seen a lot of people that agree with you, Mark, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I got a feeling there will be a change considering who's saying they want the changes and how many people are saying it. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if that changes here soon. The thing is, 90% of the fans just love seeing their ex out there, you know, and and uh, that makes for tough racing. And, you know, we're going to see a whole bunch of it uh, this whole weekend, and uh, it'll be refreshing when we go to Las Vegas and get some good racing there. But uh, fans want to see the wrecking, and uh, it's amazing the owners, you don't hear them complain about how much money they're spending to fix their race cars. Yeah, Daytona's kind of a standalone at the start of the season with it being a plate race and this style of racing. So uh, I agree with you. It'll be nice to get on to, to Vegas as well. But also the, the Super Bowl Daytona 500 means something to these guys as well and to us fans. But uh, yeah. let's go into some, uh, some news here that uh, we got not only while we were doing the podcast on – on Saturday, but uh, some news after that. So uh, the news we kind of got right before we started the podcast that we didn't mention was Kevin Harvick signs through 2023 with Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, He has had great success with that team. I think he'll be a major title contender for the years to come, and he'll be there for four more years. Yeah, he was in the media center this afternoon. I heard his comments saying how much he still likes going to the track and being with the guys. So, yeah, the fire is still lit for that guy. He's going to be around and uh, race for a few more years. So, good deal. Yep, absolutely. Um, Exalta and Hendrick Motorsports agree through 2027. Uh, they do back out a little bit. I think they have more than 14 races, but starting in 2021, 14 races as the primary on the 24 machine for William Byron. Yeah, way out to 2027. I just like, huh, that's a long time for, uh, to hold a sponsor like that. So that's uh, pretty secure for uh, Hendrick there. And that's what I thought too. Even if it's only 14 races, uh, to be out to 2027 and have at least that sponsorship guaranteed is huge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh also with Hendrick Motorsports, Napa and Hendrick agree through 2022. That will be 26 races as the primary sponsor for the nine machine and Chase Elliott. Yeah, that's, that was uh, pending for a while there. Napa's been around for a long time, so they're a solid sponsor. It's kind of amazing. You know, you go back to the whole uh, Michael Waltrip racing when they were with Martin Truex Jr. And then that debacle with Clint Boyer spinning out there and, and Napa saying that they're going to be out of it to agreeing with Junior Motorsports and Chase Elliott of late and getting that team going. They go out and win the Xfinity Series Championship, and then uh, they stick with Chase Elliott. So that's been a heck of a turnaround where you thought a major sponsor would be leaving the sport. They stick on through at least 2022, so that's awesome. Yeah, Chase has also got some other uh, sponsors with Hooters, and uh, he's got some things working on there, so. Yeah, he's pretty solid with his sponsorship here for the next few years. Yep, Hendrick Motorsports doing a great job with sponsorship, and that's uh, two big ones coming right out of the gate here. Um, the other news uh, that we didn't even touch on in the last podcast, which which made me think what were we doing, uh, we never mentioned that this would be the last season for Jimmy Johnson. And for me, I can say that I wasn't the biggest Jimmy Johnson fan for quite a while, 
in Austin, he started winning his sixth championship, and I really realized what I was watching. He's probably the greatest racer of our generation. Some would put Kyle Busch up there. I would be one of those where he doesn't have the championships, but he's a heck of a talent. But Jimmy Johnson was seven championships, 83 wins, I believe. Um, he's he's going to go out this season, so it'll be interesting to see what he and the 48 machine do. Yeah, there's a rumor that went around here in the last couple of days that he was talking to IndyCar, and he might uh, look at uh, that direction for next year or so. Yep, I've heard, that that as, I've heard that as well. He said he'd be interested in doing IndyCar and even sports car racing. Uh, he does have ties to the Midwest. Maybe he comes back and, and runs some super late models back up here. Maybe the Howie Leto that's being held at Madison International Raceway. Um, Jack Aroot was on Sirius XM talking about a little bit, and he mentioned to a fan maybe he comes up and does Slinger. That caught my attention. So uh, you never know. He doesn't want to be full-time uh, next year, but we'll see what he's got going for him, and maybe we see him up here even. Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, any of the boys coming up here, uh, that'd be all awesome. <laughs> I have to show up for that one. No doubt, no doubt. A um, couple of other things here quickly before we get into the truck series. I was reading an article that Corey LaJoy, speaking of uh, Jimmy Johnson, by the way, Corey LaJoy brings Hendrick a letter at the Hall of Fame written cursive stating that he would love a job with them. And um, he was, he stated that he was nervous and that you should keep an eye on me. He said, and he has actually support from Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy said he loved that Corey did that. And a guy that um, sticks with goal fast this year, a team that could be much improved. So we'll have to see what happens there. I don't really like to talk about someone replacing Jimmy. Cause I think Jimmy should get the swan song and it could, should kind of be to himself. And we should be thanking him and watching him, but it's hard not to also focus on who's going to fill that void. Yeah, well, that team has sponsorship, and uh, the rumor has it that Kyle Larson, he's on his last year of his contract, and I, I almost think that would be more of a perfect fit for that team. Speaking of Media Day and Kyle Larson, I did hear him a little bit on there, and they asked him about what he's got planned for the future. And he really made me think that there's a good possibility he's leaving Ganassi only because he said that um, he wants every owner to be after him. And it kind of it just made it seem like he he wants to have his options and, and look elsewhere. Maybe he resigns with Ganassi. Ganassi does let him go dirt racing, uh, midget racing, sprint racing. So maybe he sticks there. But that really caught my attention when he said he wants every owner after him and he wants to be sought after. Yeah, the thing about it is Hendrick doesn't like uh, like uh, his drivers to go race at other series and, you know, short tracks. He's always been that way, so it probably would be hard for Larson to do do that. So uh, we'll see. Yep, I've seen Stranger, though, so you never know what will happen. It'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of big names out there. We mentioned Brad Kozlowski before, Kyle Larson. I'm sure there's others that we don't even know about yet. So um, silly yeah. season's always being talked about during the season as well. Yeah, it's awful early to be talking about that. Usually that starts around the 4th of July, but yeah, yeah, people are already looking to the future. And uh, yep. with that new race car coming out, and also that's also going to be a factor too. So, Yep. Uh, some other things that caught my attention, I, I just read from Adam Stern, who I follow on Twitter. Uh, he's a great resource from the Sports Business Journal. Um, Steve Phelps was on some kind of media that said uh, NASCAR was not for sale right now. That was kind of the first thing 
I saw again about NASCAR being potentially for sale. We heard a lot about that over the last few years with the whole Brian France thing going down and people stepping back in for him. So that was interesting that that's being brought up again. Um, also, President Trump will be attending the Daytona 500. No matter where you stand on that, I think it's great for the sport to have a, a figure like the President of the United States attending a big big event like the Daytona 500. Yeah, um, he wants to make the 500 great again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. I didn't want to get too political, but I thought, you know what, the, it's still the president of the United States. No matter where you stand, it's great for someone of that stature to be attending a sport uh, that we all love. So yep, yep. Um, we go on from there and uh, NASCAR might be implementing a 70% attendance or the track could see a penalty policy. That's interesting. I don't know how that came about or how that will work. That seems pretty stiff. 70%, I would think, uh, for a major sport like this, you could get 70% pretty easily. But again, people aren't going to sports as much, and that includes racing. Uh, When I saw that, I kind of took a step back and thought NASCAR might want to make their tracks pretty happy. But maybe that goes towards to switching the tracks into 2021 and seeing more juggling with the schedule. Well, it could be like Michigan, and they just take all the seats out, you know, to accommodate that. So uh, I don't know. It, it could go back to the days of standing room only, but uh, they're, they're constantly taking uh, taking seats out. So best way to do it is uh, paint the seats all different colors and make it look like people are actually there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how they'll judge the 70% if that's people actually attending the race or if that's off of ticket sales. There's multiple ways to do that. So I'll be looking forward to seeing more news on that and seeing if it actually comes about. Um, The last thing I have as far as news before we get into it is NASCAR is nearing a charter extension with the the cup teams. Um, A lot of fans do not care for the charter system. They want to see it kind of like the short tracks are run where if you're not fast enough on a certain day, you don't make the race. The teams like the charter because that gives them a start, a starting spot in the race. Um, So they're near an extension there, and it seems like the charter system is there to stay for a little bit. Yeah, but I've never been a I've never been a fan of that charter system. Um, it's hard for the little guy to try to get in there. So, you know, now, um, well, yeah, I'd like to see something done about that. Yeah, so we'll see how long that extension is, and I got a feeling it's not going away anytime soon with the teams liking it and guaranteeing it, and that gives them more. Um, things an asset to, to if they ever want to sell the team or anything so that can generate revenue for the team so I have a I have a feeling that's not going away anytime soon uh, I'm I agree with you I don't really care for it but uh, at the end of the day with the, the car count it's probably not a huge issue as is maybe for the 500 and a few other races um, but really shouldn't be an issue but it gives the sponsor uh it gives a sponsor um, the idea that uh, the, the, their car is going to actually be in the race. So it's kind of like an insurance policy for the, for the sponsor to make sure that they're going to be there. Yep. Yep. All right. So let's get back to, to Sunday. Um, and Stenhouse uh, will be on the pole for the Daytona 500. Alex Bowman second. I go back to our predictions. I think I had William Byron and you had uh, Hendrick Carr up there as well. So, um, 
both in the realm of it. Um, but Stenhouse, a surprising uh, pole sitter. I thought he would be a great pick for the Daytona 500 as a sleeper. He's on the pole. I don't think he'll be much of a sleeper anymore. Well, it was kind of windy there, and he probably caught it just right going down the back stretch where he didn't catch a gust of wind. It was just, uh, you know, the wind was playing such a factor of them going down the back stretch to qualify. Yep. Okay, so that happened on Sunday. Let's get into the uh, truck series and some uh, predictions here at the end. So I have the driver's list here for uh, the truck series race at Daytona, which will be Friday night. Um, Sheldon Creed will be in the two car, the 03 of Timothy Vaines, uh, Jordan Anderson in the three, Corey Roper in the 04, Raphael Lassard in the KBM number four, Norm Benning in the six, Corbin Forster in the seven, John Hunter Nemechek in the eight, where you used to seeing him in there or his dad, uh, Cody Rohrbaugh will be in the nine. The 10 technically hasn't been announced. Typically that's been Jennifer Joe Cobb. Maybe she rents that out to someone here late. Um, I have Tennelly as Jennifer Joe Cobb, but we'll see if that switches. Uh, Johnny Sauter, of course, in the Thor Sport 13. Tanner Gray in the DGR Crosley 15. Uh, Mark, we talked a little bit about DGR Crosley and not hearing too much news. I did look into it further and saw some news. Tanner Gray will be in the 15 for them. And then they're also affiliated with the the 38 front row motorsports team of Todd Gilliland. Yeah, Tanner Gray, he, uh, he took the fence down over there at uh, New Smyrna the other night uh, with some awesome video there. So, uh, yeah, he kind of get, get his four wheels back on the ground there. <laughs> yeah, big wreck there. Three ride coming out of the corner. I think it was Max McLaughlin pushed up a little bit, and that caused a, caused a big wreck, did some damage to the fencing. They were able to fix that pretty quickly, but a big wreck for Tanner Gray. But I thought he handled himself pretty pretty well on camera. I think he did make some comments off camera to some people, but uh, that's to be expected. You're frustrated when you when something like that happens to you. Um, yeah, moving the on. first lap, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 16 will be Austin Hill again. Uh, they were a championship contender last year. The 18, another KBM truck, Christian Eckes. Derek Krauts, we've talked about in the 19. GMS uh, truck, the 21 of Zane Smith. Austin Wayne Self back in the 22. Brett Moffitt moves to the 23, still with GMS. Uh, the 26 GMS truck of Tyler Ankrum, that's a new number for them. We've talked about that. Brian Dawson in the 28. Brennan Poole in the 30. The 33 will be Jason White. Todd Gilliland in the 38, as we previously mentioned. Um, nice puts together a, a third team. We talked about Ross Chastain, maybe being, maybe being in that. And then also, um, Ryan Truex at some point they've announced. So Ross Chastain gets the 40 truck for Daytona. Um, Natalie Decker will be in the Nice 44. Ty Majeski in the 45 for Nice. Riley Herbst gets the KBM 51 for Daytona. That's, that'll be a, a truck that even Kyle Busch announced. He'll be in five races in. Uh, Stuart Friesen in the 52, Gustine in the 56, Clay Greenfield in the 68, Joe Nemechek in the familiar 87, Thor Sport 88 of Matt Crafton, Todd Peck in the 96, Jesse Little made the list. I didn't think he would with joining the Xfinity Series for JD Motorsports full-time. He's on the entry list. That was uh, cool to see. Grant Enfinger returns to Thor Sport in the 98, and the other Thor Sport truck, 99 of Ben Rhodes. So that's the entry list for Daytona. Mark, 
who do you think will be a factor? Who do you think will win the race? And then also, who do you think will be the top 10 playoff drivers and ultimately win the championship? Well, you know, the truck series, um, um, the one that's going to stick out on there is always Johnny Sauter. He just seems to just know how to get around Daytona um, and with Thor Sport. Um, out of the 10 guys that I see, you've got to go with the Kyle Busch uh, rookies with uh, Lassard and Eckes. Um, and once again, Johnny Sauter, um, Derek Krause, um, Zane Smith and Moffitt in GMS. Um, Ty Majeski with Nice, that's a championship vehicle. Uh, Stuart Friesen, uh, Matt Crafton, and then with Thorsport, Grant Entfinger, and Ben Rhodes. Um, for the final four that I have, um, I picked the champion as uh, it'll be Stuart Friesen, and then I believe Johnny Sauter, and Austin Hill, and Matt Crafton. That would be my top four. Um, some of the uh, Ideas that I have, um, the Kyle Busch vehicles are going to be really tough, but those are rookies. Um, that's the same thing that I feel about uh, with Nice also. Very good vehicles, uh, good cars, good equipment. and uh, But it's just that I think the rookies just uh, might just be a factor. Um, you know, need more seat time. So, yeah, I'm picking uh, Stuart Friesen to take the, the truck series this year. And are you going with Johnny Sauter for the Daytona race? I would take Johnny Sauter, yes. Yeah, Yeah, for the Daytona race, I'm going to go with Sheldon Creed in the GMS number two truck. Uh, I think he's shown speed and potential. I think he finally puts it together, goes to victory lane. I think he'll also be a sleeper championship pick. So I have him in the playoffs. I have Johnny Sauter in the playoffs, Christian Eckes, uh, Brett Moffitt, Todd Gilliland, Ty Majeski, Stuart Friesen, Matt Crafton, Grant Enfinger, and Ben Rhodes. I have Christian Eckes taking the championship. I think that's a guy who you've seen come through the ranks, win the biggest races, win the ARCA championship. Uh, so I think he puts it all together for KBM. Uh, again, my sleeper would be Sheldon Creed. Uh, Johnny Sauter's always a factor. Brett Moffitt, a strong um, strong race truck always. Matt Crafton, the defending champion. So I think, uh, man, you started putting this together, and we were talking uh, the first podcast, and we were talking about how some people don't like the championship going from eight to ten drivers, and I could argue it's still going to be tough to get in because there's many of drivers that I didn't even put in the playoffs. Austin Hill, I thought he would yeah, maybe was, regress. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, I, was look, I was looking into that too. Yeah, and I I, I see fifteen. I went to 15 trucks, and it, it was just like, look at all the talent that's coming in the trucks. Um, and, you know, and then later we're going to talk about Xfinity, and it just doesn't seem as they've lost a lot of talent in the Xfinity series, but the truck series is going to be tough because there is some up-and-coming up uh, um, talent that's there. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, – the truck series is always puts on a good show. Always look forward to that. I've always loved the uh... – Gander's RV and the Outdoors Truck Series, I think they put on some fantastic racing, close racing. They have some young guns who make mistakes at times. Sometimes they surprise you and win a race. So 
I've always enjoyed watching them, and I think this season will be nothing short of that. I think it'll be great to see, and then we'll also look forward to see who moves up. As you said, the Xfinity Series may be lacking some talent as they had in the past. They still have a, a little bit of it, but maybe not as much as usual as the big three moves on, so how will that season look like? But uh, I expect big things for the Truck Series and people to continue to enjoy it. Yeah, it'll be worth watching. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so you mentioned the Xfinity series. So I have the entry list for that. The zero of JD Motorsports. They go with the zero, and uh, BJ McLeod will be racing that one. Um, actually, I don't even think that's JD Motorsports anyway. Excuse me, that's not JD Motorsports. That's going to be BJ McLeod in the zero, though. Uh, Michael Annette returns to Junior Motorsports. Brett Moffat in the O2. Jesse Little, there's JD Motorsports. The seven of Justin Algeyer. The 07, Ray Black Jr. returns to lap. Uh, the 8 of Jeb Burton, that will be a shared ride for Junior Motorsports. The 08 of Joe Graff Jr., Noah Gregson returns to Junior Motorsports in the 9. Ross Chastain moves up from the Truck Series to Xfinity. Uh, he's with Colleague Racing. His teammate with Colleague will be the 11 of Justin Haley. Chad Fincham in the 13. Robbie Lyons in the 15. A.J. Almendinger in the 16 for Colleague Racing. Joe Gibbs Racing goes with Riley Herps in the 18, Brandon Jones in the 19, and the 20 of Harrison Burton. There's a big three for Joe Gibbs Racing. Yep, yep, that's right. Uh, the 21 RCR goes with Myatt Snyder to start the season. Austin Sindrick is back with Penske in the 22, Chris Cockrum in the 25, Colin Garrett in the 26, Jeff Green, a veteran there, raced for many, many years. Uh, the 38, he'll be in. Ryan Sieg in the in his family's 39. Tommy Joe Martins, he started the Xfinity Series for his family in the 44. Joe Nemechek makes um, the 47 ride. Jeremy Clements in the 51. He ran at Road America a few years back. JJ yeah, Yeager. Yeah. yeah, that was an upset win, and that was that was great to see uh, a team that's somewhat underfunded uh, win that race. Yeah. J.J. Yaley goes to the 52, the 61 of Austin Hill. He's full-time in the Trucks Series, so they uh, they did that last year. They ran a few races in the in the 61 with Hattori Racing, so uh, he's at Daytona doing double duty. Timmy Hill in the 66, Brandon Brown in the 68, Mike Harmon in the 74, Cesar Baccarella in the 90, Chase Briscoe returns to Stuart Haas Racing. They're only entering the Xfinity Series. He's back in the 98. And Josh Belicki, the Wisconsin native, in the 99. So, yeah, quite interesting. Uh, I went through the, the top 10 that I was actually looking for to see who would be in the playoffs there. Um, I really couldn't find 12 at all there. I found 10. I went with uh, Michael Annette and Justin Allgaier. Um, Noah Gregson also with Junior Motorsports. So all three of those will be uh, in the playoffs. Uh, Ross Chastain, as long as he uh, stays. But the thing I found in Xfinity is there's so many teams that are actually sharing rides, so it's hard to say who's going to stay in the uh, in their vehicle for the whole year if they're going to share it. Um, so that's kind of a question with Ross Chastain in the 10. Um, Justin Haley in the 11. Um, then you got to go with Riley Herbst and Brandon Jones, Harrison Burton with Gibbs. You got to you got to say all three of them is pretty stout. Um, Austin Sendrick with Penske. Uh, Ryan Sieg 
you know, every every year you look and he's always uh, he's always there. Um, just needs a break here or there. He's got the seat time. I'm expecting him to be better. And then Chase Briscoe and uh, Jesse Little, also with JD Motorsports. Um, in the final four, for the, I would take Justin Allgaier and Harrison Burton, um, Austin Sendrick, and Chase Briscoe. And I would pick Austin Sendrick to take the championship in the Xfinity Series. Wow, that's, uh, that's an interesting pick there. A guy who's known for his aggressiveness. Uh, goes back to that same team, another year of consistency. So, absolutely, I could see that happening. Um, my playoff dra- drivers, I go with Michael Annette, Jesse Little, Justin Elgai, Noah Gregson, Ross Chastain, Justin Haley, Riley Herps, Brandon Jones, Harrison Burton, Austin Sindrick, Ryan Sieg, and Chase Briscoe. Uh, I didn't do a top four. I'll just look here quickly. I'll go with um, Harrison Burton, Ross Chastain, Justin Allgaier, and Chase Briscoe. I have Chase Briscoe winning the championship there. I think he goes back. He's got a ton of talent, a guy who's who's won a few races in the Xfinity Series already, would have probably won one more. Um, and then he's also a former ARCA Series champion. For Daytona, I am going to go with Ross Chastain to win that race for Xfinity. Uh, Who do you got for that, Mark? I never really thought about it. Um, I'll just go out on a limb and say Justin Allgaier will take that. Um, Good minds think alike. Uh, Your top 10 matches my top 10 in the Xfinity. So (laughs) we we think alike on that one. Yeah, and I think we got two – two drivers that could easily win the championship there. So uh, always exciting to see the young guns try to get up in the cup and perform well. So uh, I expect big things from the Xfinity series. We mentioned before, not, not maybe as the, the stout of talent as we've seen the last few years, of course, the big three, that was the big, big thing, especially last year. Maybe that comes to fruition for these guys as well. You never know. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see who moves up and who performs well. Yep, yep. So it'll be interesting. Let's see how that goes. Yep. Let's move over to the Cup Series and talk about the duels. Um, In duel number one, Reed Sorensen, Daniel Suarez, and Chad Fincham will be fighting for the final spot in the Daytona 500. In duel number two, Timmy Hill and J.J. Yaley will be fighting for their final spot. Um, I have a hard time seeing Daniel Suarez not making the race. I think he gets it done, but with the draft, I suppose you never know. Maybe there's a wreck. Um, and then I'll go with Timmy Hill to make it out of duel two. Yeah. Yeah. There's five of them that are three guys that are going to end up going home, but, uh, yeah, they're going to be in the back and it's going to be aggressive. So, um, yeah, we'll see. There's three of them that are going to end up going home. So. Um, yeah, let them run, see what happens. And speaking of the charter system, Daniel Suarez, they try to acquire with uh, one with that team going full-time, weren't able to do so. Maybe he goes home. That would kind of be a little surprising. So uh, some interesting things to watch in the duels. Um, yeah, I noticed in the duels in the first one, all three Penske cars are in the first one. And if they all three of them get together, I expect all three of them to be up front. 
Um, also, uh, the, uh, the 11 of Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex are also in the first one. Um, that'll be interesting if they hook up and, uh, and see if they can get to the front. And the second one, um, the Hendrick Chevys, the 88, the 48, and the 24 are all in the first two rows. So I expect them Chevys to, uh, to be together. And also, uh, Kurt Busch and uh, Kevin Harvick and Custer are all together in the second one. So it'd be interesting to see how them guys are going to hook up together and get to the front too. That's a great point. You would expect teammates to hook up and, and you've seen it a lot, especially the last few years, even manufacturers. So you got a couple of teammate pairs and, and threesomes in there that, that could hook up and, and go to the front and try to better themselves a starting spot in the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Um, I also look at, you know, you have Stenhouse on the pole for do one and Elliott. That's uh, the 47 has Hendrick power. You can see them hook up and they're already at the front. Stay up there. Um, yeah. You mentioned the other teammates there uh, for, so the lineup for dual one, we have Stenhouse on the pole. Elliott will be second. Denny Hamlin third, fourth will be Eric Almarola. Christopher Bell will be fifth. Joey Logano sixth. Clint Boyer seventh. Ryan Newman will be eighth. Ninth will be Ryan Priest. Chris Busher lines up 10th. Martin Trucks Jr. 11th. Brad Kozlowski 12th. John Hunter Nemechek makes his debut 13th. Ryan Blaney uh, 14th. Austin Dillon 15th. Justin Haley and colleagues debut. They'll line up 16th. Bubba Wallace 17th. Reed Sorensen. There's the first driver that will have to make it out. He's 18th. Daniel Suarez right behind him in 19th. He's the other one that needs to make it. Quinn Hauf in the in the double zero. He'll line up 20th. Chad Fincham is the last driver in dual one that needs to make it. He's 21st. And Joey Gase 22nd. So the three drivers that need to make it out aren't too far from each other. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're going to have to run them out. So we'll see where that lands. And do you have a prediction for dual one, Mark? I will take any of those Penske Fords. I the jury's out on the Chevrolet. I'm going to see if the Chevrolet can keep up. Uh, they've been sure bragging about their new Camaro, but uh, the jury's still out, and so I'll be interested to see if the Chevys can keep up. But I expect the Fords and the Toyotas to to be stout. So I'll take any of the Penske, any one of them three Penske cars. I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. He's uh yeah that's a good pick too yep he's always uh in the mix there in fact he was on uh during media day saying sometimes he backs out of it if he thinks a wreck is happening and in the he knows that when the hair stands up on his neck and his arms and he actually backs out of it and he mentioned himself that uh, he will be in the in the mix for it. he's been in the mix for it the last few races although he did bring up the law of averages averages. And since he's been uh, finishing all these races lately, uh, plate races, that he thinks uh, he's probably due for a bad one. So we'll see what happens there. But I think he's always stuck with these, so I'll take him in, in duel number one. Well, he's, he's the best one out there. I, I pretty much would pick him for the 500. I mean, as long as uh, he, he'll be up front the whole day. So we'll see. And you mentioned the, the Chevys. Uh, they made a change as well. Uh, to their front end, try to make it a little more flat in the front, not as pointed. Um, I disagreed with you a little bit. You thought it was still a little pointed. I thought it was a lot better. 
it is a little better. Chase Elliott made a comment during Media on that, saying that they still aren't exactly right lining up with all the back bumpers of the Ford and Toyotas. So there's a little bit of an issue there, but he said that could also be their advantage uh, to team up. So uh, that'll be interesting to see what happens in these duels. I do not expect it to be a crash fest like the, like the clash. You never know what can happen, but I expect it to be a little calm until the end. Of course, in the duels, there is now a playoff point on the line if you win it. You know, if you uh, if you watch uh, how Denny Hamlin pushed Jones to the victory a few years back, how it was uh, two car tandems that were pushing each other um, all over the place, and it sure looked like uh, that's something that uh, probably is going to happen again. Um, it's that's just the way it looked that there's going to be two car tandems and they're going to be pushing. I mean, Hamlin was all over Jones and that's what pushed him to the victory. We might see a repeat of uh, people pushing uh, other cars around. So as long as they line up perfect, uh, yeah, that's the kind of race we're going to have. They mentioned that as well. They asked specifically Denny Hamlin and Eric Jones about the tandem. They thought it was possible, but they also said in the clash what helped that was Jones was so much damage that he was actually pulling back to the 11, so they both could be full throttle. So they said it would be a little more difficult to tandem. They also said it could be possible. So uh, we mentioned that in the first podcast as well. We thought maybe we would see a little bit of tandeming. Didn't see it so much in the clash until the end with the damaged vehicle. So something to look forward as well. Uh, Moving into duel number two, the lineup will be Alex Bowman and Jimmy Johnson on the front row. Kyle Bush and William Byron in the second row. Uh, Eric Jones will be fifth. Harvick, sixth. Cole Custer, seventh. Matt DiBenedetto will be eighth. Tyler Reddick, ninth. And Kyle Larson rounds out the top ten. Kurt Busch and Michael McDowell in the next row. Um. Reagan in the 36th, he'll be 13th. Ross Chastain, 14th. Ty Dillon will be 15th. Brennan Gaughan makes it in on speed, so he doesn't have to worry about it. He'll line up 16th. Timmy Hill, there's the first driver that will be racing for the last spot. He lines up 17th. Corey LaJoy, 18th. J.J. Yaley, the driver that will be trying to get by Timmy Hill, will line up 19th. 20th will be Brennan Poole, and B.J. McLeod in the 52 rounds out the field. Um... Boy, it's hard not to, to notice the the three Hendrick Chevys at the front, one, two, and four right now. I, I find it hard that someone will beat them. I'll take William Byron in duel two. I will say that, uh, yeah, the Chevys will be together, but I expect, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a Ford man, typical, and I expect uh, Kevin Harvick to win that race with the help of Kurt Busch. Oh, Kurt Busch, former teammates there. You could see that hang out. Uh, that's a bold prediction. I like that. Um, Kevin Harvick, not so bold, but uh, Kurt Busch pushing him to it. That would be interesting. Former teammates, they got along while they were over there. Uh, so that would be that would be quite interesting. Um, going over into the top 16 for the playoffs and the rookie of the year, uh, Mark, I'll start with you. Who do you got in the playoffs, and who will be your champion? Okay, in the playoffs, I would have Kurt Busch, and then I would have uh, um, Brad Keselowski and Kevin Harvick. Um, I believe, uh, let's see, I would have Chase Elliott and um, Tyler Reddick. I believe with that team, he could actually sneak in there and get into the top 16. 
um, Denny Hamlin and uh, Ryan Blaney. Um, also Clint Boyer, Kyle Bush, Ryan Truex. Nope, not Ryan. That would be uh, Martin. Um, yeah, Martin, help me out there. Thank you. And then uh, Jones, and then there would be um, Joey Logano. And then in the 24, also. Um, help me out on the name on that. William Byron. William Byron, thank you. And then there's uh, Larson. I think Jimmy Johnson just might make the show and get in there. And then I also believe uh, Christopher Bell will sneak in on the top 16. As for the, the championship round, I have Harvick, and I have uh, Martin Truex, Kyle Busch, and Chase Elliott, and I have Kevin Harvick winning the complete championship. Rookie of the year, I will give that to Tyler Reddick. Awesome. Uh, I think we're very similar here. I have uh, Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, uh, Chase Elliott, Eric Almarola, Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Clint Boyer, uh, Kyle Busch, Martin Shurex Jr., Eric Jones, Joey Logano, William Byron, Kyle Larson, Jimmy Johnson, and Alex Bowman. I would not be shocked if these drivers made it. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, Ryan Newman, or Chris Buescher. I do not have those final drivers in it. My champion is also Kevin Harvick. I think he gets it done. Um, maybe we're thinking that way because the season ends at Phoenix. He's used to dominating. Exactly. Yeah. So if he can get through the rounds and make it to Phoenix, he would be very tough to beat. Of course, some other guys have had success there. Chase Elliott was run there, runs well there. Brad Kozlowski has in the past, Denny Hamlin. So uh, Kyle Busch, you never know, but Kevin Harvick traditionally has dominated there. So I go with him as well. Uh, my rookie of the year is the 95 of Christopher Bell. I think him teaming up with that team and being affiliated with Joe Gibbs Jr. or Joe Gibbs Racing, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that'll be tough to beat. You're with your like I am, yes. All right, we'll help each other here. <laughs> yeah, um, I just think that team will be, will be tough to beat. Tyler Reddick, RCR has some things to still figure out. I'd like to see a little more speed. Maybe he brings it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did it, but I have Christopher Bell. You know, Cole Custer can he can do it too. So all three of them, it's it's a it's a coin yeah. toss. So it'll be interesting to watch that. Yeah, if I was ranking them one through three, I would actually have Christopher Bell, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick. Yeah, the thing is, Reddick he's driven uh, he's driven a little bit of the Cup car, but so is. Uh, um, so is Custer. So, you know, um, there's a lot of talent there. We'll see. Um, it's, uh, it'll be interesting. Yes, it will. And, uh, boy, I'm looking forward to tomorrow and seeing how that all shakes out. Um, should be some good racing, seeing who all gets in, where they're going to line up for Sunday. And then after that, we got three more days. Uh, you got the NASCAR uh, Gander RV and Outdoors Truck Series kicking off Friday. Then you have the NASCAR Xfinity Series Saturday, and of course the Daytona 500 for the NASCAR Cup Series on Sunday. So what a great week of racing it's been, starting with last Sunday. You still have New Samirna going on. Um, man, there's not much racing like Speed Weeks when you have short track, dirt racing, and the big track going on. It's a great time of year. 
you know, we're going to have to go down there. That's getting to be a bucket list, you know. Um, um, I'm t- kind of looking at all that racing that's going on. I'm going to have to probably uh, make a trip down there sometime. Um, the weather looks good for this weekend. Um, there's like a 40% chance of showers in the morning on Friday, uh, but we'll give them a typical we'll be all right on that one. And uh, it's supposed to be uh, mid-70s, low-80s uh, down there all weekend. So, um, yeah, weather shouldn't be really a factor. It looks, looks like they're all good to go. Yeah, I was looking at the weather as you were, and it looks pretty good other than possibly Friday. It looks like that maybe moved into the morning, like you said, so that, that will be good for us if that happens. Um, absolutely on the bucket list, Speed Weeks. We've talked about it prior, haven't made it happen. Um I'm thinking we got to make it happen soon. One of these next two, three years, uh, we've been down to the snowball derby. Um, so I think that would be next for me would be, would be speed weeks. I think that's the, the next one. Martinsville, uh, or Bristol would be up there as well, but speed weeks, I think when you get that much racing in a week, um, boy, that's hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what we're looking for. So lots of racing can't get enough of it. <laughs> yep. Yep, you know us. Um, well, everyone, uh, I th- that's all I have. Uh, Mark, do you want? Do you have anything to add? No, I think that's we covered up a whole bunch of ground here. Um, so yeah, six o'clock tomorrow night on FS1, and we'll get these uh, these twin uh, qualifiers in, um, and then we'll go from there. Um, excited about the truck race. Um, I, I'm working till six thirty that night, so I got to put a little recording on it. So when I get home, I'll be able to record and catch up uh, with the truck race. And then uh, same with Saturday. I'm going to have to record that and watch that Saturday night. And then the big 500 uh, be off for that one ready to go. Yep, I will have to record uh, the duels tomorrow. I will eventually get caught up with them tomorrow night. Uh, I don't usually get home until around 7 o'clock, so I'll have to start a little late on those. Looking forward to it as well, kicking off the season in major fashion here and uh then friday yep the truck race i'm excited of course uh i'll be rooting for the wisconsin guys but there's a lot of other guys in there that are that are good and would be cool to see win and um going to the playoffs on a big note there and then xfinity series i'll also have to record that i may just run the iRacing daytona 500 on saturday i have to look at the schedule for that typically that's when i run that so that's a good time um, boy, iRacing's really taken off in the last few years as well. We got into it uh, about seven years ago, Mark, and really enjoyed that side of things as well. Yeah, once when racing starts up, it's been taking a back seat lately, and I'm starting to get a little withdrawals. Uh, I might take a shot here tonight. Uh, after we get done with this here, I might just go and put a wheel in my hand and see what I can do. Well, if you're, uh, if you're on iRacing and you hear that, don't join because Mark will wreck you. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, it's checkers and records. You betcha. <laughs> it seems like uh, I have a magnet on my front bumper, and uh, the action happens right there. <laughs> yep, I usually hop on just to see what's going on when you're racing. So, uh, some exciting times. Maybe you're the new Mister Excitement. I can be. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all we got mm-hmm. here. Uh, Mark, thanks for hopping on again. Uh, I think what we're gonna do since we talked a little about. about a lot of stuff here. Maybe we'll do a recap next week. I thought about doing a recap after the duels. I don't, I don't know if that's necessary to do. Um, 
but we'll recap next week. We'll get together for that. And uh, I hope all of you enjoy the duels, the truck race, Xfinity Series race, and the 500. Mark and I will be getting together for the 500 at a big shindig and uh, be enjoying ourselves. So thank you for listening. Um, let us know what your predictions are. What do you think is going to happen uh, tomorrow night for the truck race on Friday, Xfinity Series on Saturday, and 500 for Sunday? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, so let us know what you think. And uh, thank you for listening once again. And uh, Mark, we'll talk to you later, buddy. Yep, we'll talk to you later. Everybody have a good weekend. See yep, you later. See you later. Thanks, everyone. Bye.